This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is time. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you why not maximizing your time is actually killing you. Now, we all have, it's been said, and I'll agree with that, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. My 24 hours and your 24 hours spin around the clock in the same increments at the same time. You and I might be in different time zones. We might not share all the same beliefs. You might not love everything I have to say every day. But we certainly can agree on one thing, and that's the fact that we share the same amount of time every day. As I share that with you, I actually have a different frame of reference to time. I realize that we created time, right? Time is a, a human construct. It's something that limits us and keeps us bound. And not the fact that time doesn't exist. We don't have to get all esoteric on this and, and think multi-levels deep. Just a sheer fact of when, however you believe the human race began, we weren't given a stopwatch. There was no way to count time back then. The sun, the moon, the stars, eventually we tracked those. Eventually we came up with calendars. Eventually, eventually, eventually. Right? Like that's that's the story that I've at least heard more times than not. But time itself is a unique thing. And it's unique because if you were like me, you would tell most people most days, you just you don't have any time. I don't have any time to get the things done that I need to get done. I don't have it. Well, it's time to stop lying. Right? Like I had to stop lying to myself. Let me explain. I've shared very openly, I have 30 hours of coaching clients. Give or take, plus or minus, some people cancel sometimes, some are group trainings, like just broad brush, if you work with me here for a second. 30 hours of coaching clients, five days a week, we could average then six coaching, six hours of calls a day. Well, my days, I like to be at the office by 10 a.m., and I typically try to leave no later than 6.30 If you've been listening for quite some time, you realize that my wife shared on an episode that there were a multitude of days in which I was working much later than that. That is also true. As I create more content and add more value and have my training clients get deeper down the rabbit hole with me, I need to give them more value. See, I'm convinced over and over again that whatever dollar amount you pay for my services, whatever path you decide to go down, if I can provide three times as much value as you paid for my services, It is a massive win. You'll feel massively accomplished on the backside, not only from where you've started, but where you've ended up, and also for the money you paid versus where you arrived. By the nature of that, I have to create content consistently, have to update videos, and just push myself. Right? Like, would you want to coach yourself that's stagnant? That just you sign up and it's just automated and there's just nothing there? Of course not. There should be new stimuli coming into the coach's environment all the time that he's working on massaging and perfecting his craft. I share that because, again, coming in at 10, leaving at 6.30, I'll even round up and say 7. That's nine full hours. I'm here at the office for nine hours. But I would say to you, I have no extra time in my day. I have said that a multitude of times. Think about your life. How many times have you told someone, probably in the past week, I just don't have any extra time? So I started getting really clear. I started using a calendar app called, I think, Fantastical. 
The only reason I chose that one is I don't have an affiliate agreement with them. I don't, I'm not paid by them. I'm, they're not sponsored. It was able to connect my Calendly link and my 12 different Gmail accounts and an old Outlook account. It could connect everything together and made it very simple to use. I enjoy simplicity. Although I feel like my intellect is rather high, I want things that are very easy to use that I don't have to think a bunch about. So I started using Fantastical as the app, as this tracking app, for my days. I started realizing, okay, my first call is at 10.30, and it goes until really 11.30, maybe 11.40, runs over a little bit. And then the next call is not until 12.30. Okay, well, I would, again, I would tell you I was super busy, but what's happening was I was on the phone as I walked in the office. And I'm either chatting about sales or opportunities or different businesses. There's just something going on. But it's not pointed, right? There's no, there's no focus to the call. There's no intent behind the call. There's just a call. And then I have my coaching call and I'm all in. No, I'm focused. When you spend time with me one-on-one on a Zoom call and I'm looking at you face-to-face, I am locked and loaded only on what we're talking about. I have a notepad in front of me, a microphone, lights on, the whole deal. Like I'm, I'm in it to win it with you. But then as that first call wraps up, I write myself a series of notes as it ties, it puts a bookend on that session, right? Like I have something, some intro notes from the last time we met, some exit notes so I can put it on a bundle until I know some key action items as it pertains to the video sequencing that's coming next and all the stuff that goes into your life. But in this equation, that's by 1140. I have another 50 minutes before my next call. So if I'm honest with myself, instead of sending the emails I needed to send, instead of reading the book I needed to read, instead of doing anything productive, I scroll through my phone a little bit, I look at an app that tells me what I'm supposed to post on Instagram, I might sit down and write up a post and think of some witty retort to somebody else's messages, probably scroll down or stroll down the stairs from our second floor office and walk down the the, the rickety metal stairs to, to get to the bathroom Spend a little bit too much time in the bathroom, you know, doing whatever. Come back upstairs, talk to the guys in the office. Then I sit down, I'm like, man, I only have 10 minutes left. Yet again, I had no intent. I had nothing planned. I had idle time. But the next call, 1230 to 130, maybe even 140. I'm locked and loaded. I'm intentional. I'm there. I'm 100% present. Next call starts at 2. So I only have from 140 to 2. But again, what does that turn into for me? Nothing really all that productive. Full transparency. It turns into me scrolling through freaking social media. It scrolls from me like seeing, should I comment back to this person? Can I, can I leverage something that I have? It, it turns into wasted time. Another call, another call, another call. I think you get the point. Right? Like that at the end of the day, I then hop on the phone as I leave the office and I have a phone call for the 35-minute drive it takes me to get from the office to the house. And that's my day. But as I look at my day, I started and I'll get home and I'll talk to my wife. I'm like, man, I was just so busy. I had six clients today, got a bunch of other stuff done. Then my voice kind of trails off. She's like, what else did you do? And in that moment, there's that thing that fires inside of me. Maybe it fires inside of you as well. That thing is like that, oh shit response. Like, wow, she just asked a question that I don't really know how to answer. And so then I have to get real with it for a second. Okay, what did I do? Well, I posted on Instagram, used the restroom once or twice, drank a gallon of water, had some almonds, ate a meal or two at the office. That's it. 
that's it. And then she looks at me, smiles. She goes, well, that doesn't really sound all that busy. And it frustrates me, right? In those moments, it triggers me. It makes me mad. Like, who are you to question if I'm busy or not? Like, I told you, I had six hours of phone calls. And really, with six hours of phone calls that are all a little over an hour, they turn into seven. Right? It just stacks up on top of one another. So now it's seven hours of phone calls. Who cares? I still had two extra hours. I still had two extra hours I didn't maximize. And so a light is being shined on the deficiencies in how I'm operating. And my wife is not doing with any sort of malice. She's generally interested. How am I doing what I'm doing? What's going on in my day? And so then after we have our family time and after we eat and after we put Gianna to bed and I sit there, I said, I got to do a little more work for a second. I'm sorry. And I sit down and I use this fantastical app or fantastically or whatever the hell it's called. I sit down and use it. And now I start to put five minute blocks in between calls, right? So there's, there's space, but then I fill in the voids with something that I have to do that's impactful and actually moves the ball forward for me. And I find that the next day I'm massively more productive, but then left to my own devices. What happens the third day? Much of the same that happened on the first. I retreat back to what was comfortable. I scroll through social media. I talk to the guys in the office. I use the restroom. I go get something to eat. All the things that don't really serve me. So when I tell you I don't have all this figured out, I truly mean that. I don't have life figured out. What I do have is the presence of mind and the awareness of self to realize what I'm doing is not serving me, getting me to a desired outcome more quickly. And in realizing that, I'm able to pivot. I'm able to make a shift. I can see that I could be more efficient during the nine hours that I'm here at the office. Because everything before the office essentially is my time, and I own that. From 4.30 to 9.30, it's meditation and reading and smoothies and gyms and working out with my wife and talking on the phone. Like That's my time. It's not negotiable. Same thing on the backside, really. Once I get home, really been pushing for more of a 7 o'clock get home type of time. Once I get home, it's family time. I don't even have my phone in my hand. I I leave it in the office. I just don't want it around. Because it doesn't really matter, right? No wheels are going to fall off any bus that I have in that little window. And if they do, once Gianna goes to bed and right before Lindsay and I go to bed, as we're leaving the downstairs of our house, I look at my phone for a second. Did anything massively important go on? The answer is almost always no. We go upstairs and we go to bed. And so I'm bringing all this up because time is this unique thing that when left to our own devices, we all waste it. There was a client of mine this week, and I don't remember which one it was, that she shared with me, if there was a way to get paid for procrastinating and wasting time, she'd be a multimillionaire. And I find that so profound because we all realize that we do this, right? Like you listen to this podcast, it's happening probably one of a couple ways. In your car, on the way to or from somewhere. So you're maximizing the efficiency of your day. At the office, maybe headphones in, maybe coming through a speaker. You're focused on this, but you're also focused on the work at hand, so not quite as efficient. Maybe you're someone that consumes this at the gym, like on a treadmill as you're walking around. Love it, that's also an efficient use of time. But really, like if you're trying to consume this while you're playing with your kids, or you're trying to consume this as you're trying to have a phone call, like all the other ways that you could be consuming this are not efficient uses of your time. She's been proven in countless, countless studies and tests 
at best, the most brilliant people in the world can store three different variables in their mind at the same time that all are in forward progression. I say that to you because if you're driving your car, trying to consume a podcast, and potentially talking on the phone, you can't do all three. Think about the last time you tried to do that. Podcast playing through the stereo, phone rings, you pick it up, driving in traffic, maybe a text comes through and like all of a sudden you don't even remember what the person on the phone just said. We've all been there. Right? We've all done that before. At least I know I have many, many times. And so it's, it becomes important to start to realize that we can use time to our benefit. Like the reason to set down for me on a Sunday and plan out my next week is so that I can start reclaiming the time that I feel like I lose. I can give myself time and space on a Saturday to just recharge, to do something for me. I give myself time and space to take my wife out and my daughter out. Like These are all things, if you've listened for quite some time, you know these are staples of my life. But that's not enough, right? But I have to plan out other time blocks of the quote-unquote dead time because it's not really dead time. The time still exists. I still need to maximize my output. And if you're listening, you could be questioning like, Ryan, you also said you had high blood pressure. Maybe this is why you're so stressed all the time. Maybe. I just look at this as efficiency. Right? Like, we're all going to die. I've said it before. I'm certainly not the first one to say it. You know, there was a a saying or a speech that was given about the dash. Like, there's going to be two dates on your tombstone or on your obituary. The day you were born and the day you're going to die. But all that matters is what you do with the dash in between. That's it. So how are you living the dash? Well, for me, I made a conscious decision about two and a half years ago to quit squandering the dash. Right? I don't know if my, my card gets punched a week from now or 20 or 30 years from now. Maybe it's going to be 50 or 60. I have no idea when it's going to be. But in focusing on maximizing the time that I do have here and leaving a legacy and honoring my wife and my daughter and connecting with 125 million people just like yourself, When that becomes a driving force, this becomes fairly easy. But also comes from being aware and then being honest. Like, it's not comfortable, my wife said, well, what did you really do today? I have to be honest with you. I I didn't really do anything. I, I spoke to six clients. But other than that, I did nothing to progress the forward momentum of this business. I didn't send any marketing materials. I didn't send any emails. I didn't call new clients. I didn't respond to people like I should have. And let's talk about all the things I didn't do for a second. And then if you are an entrepreneur, if you are someone that owns a business, consider outsourcing some of this stuff. Like I'm at the point where probably considering some sort of a, an assistant is not a bad thing. As much as I love communicating with you directly and responding to every one of your messages, I'm realizing that more and more the messages get push to the wayside. And I can only have so many time blocks on my calendar that are responding to people. So many of you that have asked me questions or send me things, you don't get responses to the weekend. You don't get responses to the weekend because that's the time that I allot for things like this. If you have something more pressing, it's just going to get slid back a little bit. I shared this whole long story because I've come to realize from myself, the 30 people that I work with and almost everybody I interact with, We are all phenomenally proficient at wasting time. 
with the advent of social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, news feeds everywhere, think of the hours that we waste looking at things that don't actually provide true tangible value to our life. It's countless. And said, I put a, an activity tracker on my social media because I wanted it to just shut off after two hours. Like knowing that I'm gonna look at some stuff in the morning, knowing that I'm gonna like little 15 minute increments throughout the day. It's taken me weeks and weeks of having that be present and on on my phone to get to the point where I still have time left at the end of the day. When I first started, I was sitting two hours before I made it to the office. Like, there's no way this is right. But it is. Because I wasn't conscious of it. I wasn't aware of what was happening. I was, I was on autopilot as a person. So let's talk about you for a second. Let's talk about where in your life you might be squandering time. Or if not squandering, not maximizing the efficiency of the time that is presented to you. Could it be in your workouts? Could you be ho-humming and just dragging your feet through workout instead of either finding a coach or a trainer to push you really, really hard for 45 minutes or finding a plan you can stick to that inspires you to get done in 45 minutes? Could you get done in an hour and a half or get done in 45 minutes what's taking you an hour and a half? I know as I walk around the gym most mornings, I see people chit-chatting. I see people talking. I see people at the water fountain for three minutes. I see them resting. I see them looking at your phone, their phones. Think of yourself. How often in the gym are you looking at your phone instead of actually working out? I bet if you're honest with yourself, it's more than you're proud to admit out loud. Same thing as it looks at your relationship, right? Like relationships so often come to the wayside, right? It slides down. You've been with your partner for a couple years, whether you're married or just dating, and you'll always get around to it. Oh, I'll take my wife or girlfriend or boyfriend out eventually. We'll make this happen one day. We'll take this trip when the time's right. That's never going to work. You're just squandering time. You're going to have to start making some commitments to yourself. And to others, but more importantly, yourself. When you make a commitment to yourself, if you break it, you're lessening your personal power. Like there's a part of you that is, in my opinion, slowly dying. And it's not that hard to stop before you make a commitment and know that you can honor it. Then let's shift all the way into your business side of things. In your business life, let's assume you work for somebody right now. And as you're working for them, you're telling your boss over and over again, I'm just busting my rear end every day. Go through what I just went through and get real about how you're using your time. Really real on how you use your time. There's a good chance maybe you are the one that's putting in 45 hours a week and a 40-hour week. There's also a good chance you're the one that's not operating efficiently. You're squandering time doing things that don't really add value. And magically, you have this feeling and sensation of doing things that are propelling you forward in your career. But they're actually keeping you stuck. Your boss will respond better to seeing you get more done in less time and working on efficiency than seeing you scramble around all the time. I guarantee it. If you're able to take time and take stock and get really honest with yourself about what you're doing with your time, how to leverage it and how to maximize it, and then you actually implement what you learned, I guarantee you that every day going forward, you'll be able to get shit done. <laughs>